The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rock. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTUV, DVXYZ people, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here on Saturday morning, and uh, this is a new regular for us that we're doing a health and wellness show and hope that it will be of, of great benefit to you. In fact, we, uh, we've got phone lines, too. So I'll reiterate the phone number if, uh, you, if you have a question, maybe about what we're talking about here this morning. You're more than welcome to call in with our own health and wellness expert, Kate Shimrani. We're going to bring her on in, in just a moment. And uh, if you want to check us out, please do so, sonsoflibertyradio.com or sonsoflibertymedia.com. In fact, if you want to watch the video portion of the show, go to sonslibertymedia.com. There you can scroll down on the right side of the, of the page. Yes, you can see the face that's made for radio right there. And you can also watch the live video feed on Twitter at FPP Tim. Our Facebook page is Bradley Dean SOL. Our YouTube channel is B Dean Sons of Liberty. Before it's news.com, you can catch us over there as well. Thank you, Michael Roach, for that. And also DLive.tv at The Sons of Liberty. And finally, you can find us on Spreely Gab, Me, We Minds, and USA.life at either Sons of Liberty or Sons of Liberty Media. Now, with that said, uh, we're going to set up the, the video here so I can bring Kate on. And uh, just let me say good morning, Kate. Hi, good morning. Good How are see- you? I am good. It's good to see you. And uh, people will just see the name up there right now while I set the, uh, the video portion up. For whatever reason, my... Uh, streaming software. I have to do it each time over and over, which is fine. And uh, we just need to set that up so people can see who is speaking. And there she is. All right. Now, what we've got going on today is we've got um, issues of MSG and aspartame. And you want to kind of educate people on what that is and what, in fact, they're they're doing to their bodies when we consume those kinds of things. So I'm going to go ahead and immediately kick it over to you and but before I do, there's one thing I do want to show people, and this comes from um, a video that you put up. It's this is not Nurse Ratchet at this time, but uh, it's a video you had of what is going on over in. Uh, I I don't know if this is the UK or if this is um, the US, but I'm going to play this. This is only about 18 seconds, folks, and. <clears throat> This 
This is what is passing off as health professionals. Joking about toting someone around who has COVID-19. Uh, in a body bag. Yeah, in a body bag and, and things. And so you want to you want to comment on that just for a second, and then we'll get to the MSG aspartame thing? Well, first of all, it's highly unprofessional. It's disgusting. It's a complete abuse of their position as professionals. doesn't matter where it is. We've seen videos like that in the UK, from America, from everywhere. It's also a, an abuse of... Um, utilization of surgical supplies, medical supplies, they're all screaming out they don't have enough of the clothing, and yet uh, they're wearing it in these videos. It's outrageous. Uh, And also based on that, they need to really re-educate themselves on um, what a virus actually is, that you can't catch a virus. You don't learn that in nursing school. So they're just playing along with the narrative. So as far as I'm concerned, anyone who's doing that kind of thing is... It is literally responsible for the hysteria and the fear that is gripping the world. Well, I couldn't agree more. And we're probably going to have uh, Mark Sutherland back on because I understand he had a part in uh, the 2002 Olympic opening ceremony, which had a lot of this sort of predictive programming of what we're experiencing now in that. And we, I want to talk to him about bringing him back on. By the way, if people want to call in, you got a, a question for Kate on MSG or aspartame, something like that that you want to st- stick to the stub- subject, please call 215-TOP-TALK, 215-867-8255. Okay, Kate, this is this is pretty much your show, and uh, and you want to educate the people, and I'll, I want to give you that platform to do it. So go ahead, kick off with what we're talking about with MSG and aspartame. What are they? Are they good for us? I mean, the FDA says they're safe, so they must be safe, right? (laughs) So let's first of all just say it as it is, because I'm coming to you from the UK, well, formerly known as the UK, now it's turning into a police state, and it's not just the police that are running it, it's the supermarket workers, as well as the medical people that now think they're the voice of authority and acting authority. So let's go on to the FDA. Would you ever trust the FDA, ever? They're just liars, the lying liars of liars. They're all in bed together with Big Pharma. With uh, all of these toxic chemicals, they all allow it and permit it. So whatever they say, you can dis- discount immediately and throw it in the bin. Um, and, and that's absolutely my opinion based on fact. So looking at monosodium glutamate, what it was was it was a Japanese scientist, uh, Dr. Kakune uh, Aikida from the Imperial University of Tokyo. And he discovered uh, what would potentially lead, potentially lead to a multi-billion dollar industry, and it actually did. So... All of the Japanese soldiers in the war, their food, their rations were really flavorsome because they had this sea kombu, sea tangle, seaweed dried and sprinkled on it. And it made it really flavorsome. So these scientists got together and they isolated the active compound in that, which was glutamate. So we all know that you cannot put a pattern on on what is natural. So in, in laboratory testing, when they used this glutamate, it killed all the spider monkeys. It made all the mice blind. I'm not going to go into all the science because it's boring for people. But all you need to know is that that then got added into the food chain, into everything that was in a can so that it didn't taste of aluminium. Um, everything like, you know, your Doritos, Campbell's soup, they added this MSG. Now, there's two things about the MSG. First, you can't stop. It's very addictive makes you want more and more and more, which is what you see. You open a bag of Doritos and you can hand glide the room on, hand glide around the room on them. I've done it. I've eaten a giant family bag of them in one go. But, uh, um, but what they do is every single time you have this hit of this MSG, it causes the little neurons in your brain. Now they excite to pass on the messages. It's like a little chain. Um, 
you know, you want to move your arm, your brain, all of these little things, jump, 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 they excite to carry that little message along so that you can move your arm. Well, they keep exciting, 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 and they don't switch off. They keep doing it until they exhaust and they die. So every single hit that you have of MSG, you're losing brain cells. Now we have so many brain cells when we're young, but as we get old, we lose them naturally. Now, if you lose enough, of course, from brain death, then you're going to start showing signs of dementia and other diseases of the brain. So what you're seeing now is dementia in younger and younger people. Now, the, the FDA talk about their ridiculous studies saying, well, you'd have to have a massive amount. But what we've got to remember is our brain isn't just getting assaulted just by MSG. It's getting assaulted by fluoride, by aluminium, by mercury, in all these vaccines, as well as being sprayed from up above, by being in the soil. So we're under this constant attack of toxins until it's just a toxic overload. And they even add MSG to cigarettes, to baby food. I mean, you couldn't make this up. It's so poisonous. And when people go, oh, well, some of the chemicals in there, you know, it's, it's natural. No, it's not natural. It wouldn't have a patent on it if it was natural. And, and also, why do we need that? Why do we need to, God made our bodies perfect. And he provided everything we needed to make these vehicles drive us through life and to have this experience. He didn't say, go and create something in a lab and push that in your body and kill your brain cells. So unless you've pulled it out the ground off a tree, off a bush, or you've killed it in front of you and you know everything that that animal ate, you're going to be having MSG because it's in everything. And they, they hide it as well. They don't just call it MSG. They give it all different names. And one of the most corrupt names that you'll come across is natural flavorings. In, in itself, how natural flavorings. So people think, oh, it's okay, it's got natural flavorings. No, that's MSG. <coughs> Please go ahead, Tim. Yeah, one of the things when you're saying that about the flavorings, I remember it's been some years ago when I was doing radio with uh, Jim White at Northwest Liberty News. We had Mike Adams on from uh, naturalnews.com. And one of the things he talked about, he really got on the issue of like the McDonald's hamburgers and things. And I think people, I think overall, a lot of people have heard the truth about McDonald's hamburgers that they're not really hamburger. There's something else because you could leave these things out for like six months and mm. they would deteriorate or anything. But one of the things he talked about was the MSG and he was talking about the flavorings and that was what they used to hook the people on what they were eating. So you got the guy who... I don't know. He was the pedophile who was the subway spokesman. And, you know, he lost all the weight. Jared, I forget what his name is. But that guy would go and he would have the, all these Big Macs, I think was what he was saying. And then he started changing that for his Subway diet. Well, the thing that Mike was pointing out was they they know what your taste buds like. And that's what they try to that's what they try to appeal to. It doesn't matter how good it is for you or bad it is for you, because I can tell you sometimes when you switch, it's like this shock of, Okay, this doesn't taste so good, but the mo but the more you start training yourself, I think you spoke about this last week. The more you start training yourself towards those things, um, the easier they are to consume, and the more you begin to like those over the the things that you had previously. So I think that's what you're getting at as as far as how they're the hits that you're talking about. You're they're they're wanting you to keep coming back for more. Well, <coughs> excuse me. The point is that these foods that it's added to. Uh, and like you're talking about McDonald's, they're very cheap. So you have a, a lot of people that are living um, on the poverty line or below the poverty line. So it's easy for them to go to these places and buy these foods and feed their whole family for like under $10. And so 
sadly, these are the people that are a, a certain socioeconomic class. And, and then um, it's portrayed as being, it's jolly, it's fun. You know, you had that ridiculous clown on there that looked really sinister to everyone else. And, and they're even feeding their babies with it. But there's, there's a whole lot of things going on here. They're, they're being psychologically drawn in. They're being brainwashed to being drawn in. And they're hitting them uh, um, in, in a budget that they can afford. And, and there's a lot of ignorance. And I don't mean that in a bad way to insult anyone. There's a lot of ignorance as in people think, well, if it was bad for me, surely the government wouldn't let it be there. Exactly. Well, we all know that yep. the government are liars straight off. Um, so they're not, they're not a place I'd trust. So it's quite sad that it's aimed at these people. <coughs> and then we see the evidence of the effects of these foods that are aimed at them. As you said, it's very, very addictive. So when babies are born, they have a very bland palate. They, if you, they'll actually recoil if you give them um, sugary things, you know, chocolate and, and a lot of foods that we eat. They're like just bland food, but they acquire, the more you eat something, the more you want it. Interestingly as well, um, for those of you who don't know, I had cancer eight and a half years ago and I declined chemotherapy, radiotherapy, tamoxifenzolidex in favor of the Gerson therapy. And once I stopped eating, I, I remember one of the things, which was these chocolate biscuits that I would just eat masses of them. Uh, and they've got flavorings in this particular brand. And I stopped eating them and I've never eaten them since. And one day I went to have a bite of one and they tasted repulsive. They tasted very odd, like chemicals. Because we, we don't realize how far away from natural taste we've come until we stop doing it. And the other thing as well is every day you get up with the same aches and pains and foggy head and, and not feeling quite right and a thirst and bloating. And because we feel like that every day, we don't really notice any difference. We just think that's the norm. When you stop having those foods, it only takes about six weeks before you feel incredible. And you notice then if you eat one thing, just one thing that isn't food that's toxic you feel it straight away so for me you know I ate some chocolate and the next day my knees were really stiff my feet were stiff all my finger joints start to go stiff and and, and that's what sugar does and all these chemicals do so it's really um, about going cold turkey just get right off them and I guarantee you as soon as you stop having them if you have any if I have anything if I go anywhere and I have something with MSG in it I get a big, big frontal lobe headache and a massive thirst. And that's how I know straight away. And I start saying, what was in that food? Have you got, what did you give me? And I know straight away because I know the difference. I used to suffer terribly with migraines. So bad, I used to have to lie on the floor with my head pushed in the floor. And then I did the Gerson therapy. I've never, ever had a migraine since in eight and a half years, not one. So I know what a toxic headache feels like. And there's only two reasons you get a big banging headache, a head injury and a toxic brain. They're the two reasons. Let me, let me ask you a question about that uh, with regard to this. When people have migraines, uh, you know, I've never had any of that. I've never had headaches. I think maybe one or two in my entire life. And, uh, and I was a guy that used to go out and, I mean, I did a lot of bad things <laughs> and you know, some people will say, well, didn't you have hanger? No. And I just, I, maybe once I did or something like that, but, but headaches and stuff are really kind of foreign to me. Are is, is this issue of migraines? Is this somehow tied to this, this, that from your perspective or your opinion, do you think they're tied to these things? It's tied to the gut. Um, okay. Dr. Max Gerson, that's how he discovered and, and formulated his Gerson therapy because he suffered terribly from migraines himself as I did. 
And uh, when he did the Gerson therapy and took away all the toxins and detoxed the body and took away all the unnatural foods, he never got a headache again. That's exactly what happened to me. The brain, when we sleep, the lymphatic system all over the body, I think we touched on this last time, there is a glymphatic system of the brain which cleans all around the brain. And that's why lack of sleep, you get a headache as well because your brain's toxic. It has to happen when you're sleeping. So there's a definite brain-gut link. And remember, everything we eat, where does it go first, including alcohol? It goes in the gut. So, uh, you know, if you've got a load of toxins in there and a lot of shrapnel sitting in your gut wall from vaccines, heavy metals, unprocessed food stuff goes in, sets of immune responses, everything is linked to the gut. So when you get migraines, uh, people will talk about they get a migraine, women particularly uh, a few days before they'll have their menstrual cycle. And again, that's all hormonal fluctuations. And remember, the changes in your hormone levels will also um, dictate your blood sugar clearing clearing from your body and your insulin. It's all linked. So we have to bring the body back to equilibrium. And one of the ways to do that is to take away all the toxins. And, you know, MSG has no place in the human body at all. It's even in pet foods. Uh, And it's horrific. It's destroying the brain. We're seeing pets with dementia. I mean, who ever heard of your dog getting dementia and your cat, but that's what's happening. And it's this chemical that's in there. And who's allowing it in there? Your gangsters called the FDA. They're allowing it in there. So if you really want to get away from MSG, because you can't trust them, even I believe it's Schwartz, these dried herbs, these nasty dried herbs in bottles, let them sue me. I don't care. Um, they, they have MSG. And, and I, I believe I was reading a particular book. I believe unless you have a certain amount in there over some really extreme level, like over 70% of it is MSG, they don't even have to put it in the ingredients. So why would you eat dried herbs in a bottle? It's just laziness. And I don't want to offend anybody. It really is. Get a herb garden on your windowsill or buy organic dried herbs if you must, um, because they're full of MSG. That's why they're so tasty. Well, who's allowed all that? The FDA. And when you normally start digging with a big shovel and looking at all of who's on the board of CEOs of these companies and who's got shares in them, they always normally like spaghetti, always lead back to the same gangsters. So, <laughs> you know, you know, they do. You start, you have to start. It's like having a big load of knitting. You just have to start on, you know, pulling the wool out and on unknitting pulling it all apart. And you see, they're all in there together. They've all got shares in it somewhere. But this is what I mean. They hide it and it's killing us. But more to the point, we're adults, but we are advocating for what our children eat. And they're already being bombarded with images. They already go to school and you have these uh, school meals companies. I've already taken those on once a few years ago, supplying school meals to the schools. So they're adding it in. And then the kids come out of schools, and I'm sure everybody remembers when you come out of school, you could eat a scabby dog. You're so hungry. So the kids then are targeted to buy biscuits, Diet Cokes, Pepsi Max, MSG, which I'll, take, I'll talk about the Pepsis and the aspartame in a minute. So the kids are being targeted and they're eating all this garbage. And then they go to the cinema and they see all this stuff advertised on a big screen as they sit back, you know, being brainwashed. But we have to advocate for our children. So we shouldn't be feeding them more of this garbage when they come home. Because remember what I said, every single hit that you have, every hit is going to kill brain cells. And we're already seeing children, teenagers with dementia. 
Yeah, no, and and there are things that you're saying there that when I recall a few years ago, well, not a few years ago, it's been a long time. Boy, the time flies when you're having fun. Um, (laughs) But I remember as a young guy, look, I wasn't taught any of this, any of this kind of stuff. I wasn't really taught politics. I wasn't taught uh, about the economy. I wasn't taught (coughs) about what the differences are between fascism and communism and all this stuff. And then what happened was I remember when I think it was Nike started trying to uh, come in and support schools, but they wanted to put their brand, you know, on the team jerseys and stuff like this. And I thought, I thought to myself, well, that, that sounds like a good thing that can take something off the taxpayers. Unbeknownst to me, it's this public private partnerships that work together, which is fascism. That's the definition of it. Then you have companies like Coca-Cola and stuff wanting to put their drink machines in. Lance wanting to put their food, their little snacks in. This is the very thing you're talking about. They are targeting the children. This isn't just, you know, at the Sons of Liberty, we've pointed it out about like uh, the militant LGBTQ, RSTUV, WXYZ agenda. We've targeted that. We've said they've targeted our children. Why? They can't reproduce. And since they can't reproduce, they're coming after your kids. They're coming after my kids. And you say, well, but they're not going to get my kids. Well, when the CPS shows up and takes your kids, they're going to go. But but you're giving them over to that. And this is what we warn people out on Wednesdays especially. When you send them to the public indoctrination centers, we call public schools, you're turning them over to the state. You are saying, you are saying, whether you like it or not, you are saying the state is my God. It is my daddy. And it's going to be my kid's daddy. And you shouldn't be surprised when your kids come out of the status indoctrination centers that way, along with all of the ingredients that are pumped in. Kate, I'm just reminded when Daniel and his friends, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, were taken into Babylon, what was the one thing that they did there? Well, we, we got this issue right off the bat where they're given the king's meat and the king's wine, right? And Daniel said, he, he appealed to the guy who was in charge of me. He says, look, and he wasn't rebellious. He says, look, Give us lentils, give us beans for 10 days and water to drink. And then you be the judge of whether we're going to get you in trouble or not. And um, and what happened after 10 days? Was, was it some kind of miracle or something? No, he was just doing what God had told him to do. And the, the guy saw that they were, they were, they glowed, that they were fatter in flesh. That's what the scripture speaks of that they look better than all the guys who were eating the finest foods that the king could provide. And they didn't have MSG, I don't think, at the time, or aspartame or any of that. They just went with what God had put forward. And uh, and, and as a result, they were exalted in the king's community because he saw not only— it wasn't just an appearance. They were smarter. They were more intellectual, the Bible says. And so I think these things—I think this is a real thing that that some people are starting to wake up to. This is just important as waking up to the political tyranny that we're facing is this, uh, I don't know, what, what, what do we want to call this, food tyranny, or I, I don't know. Well, it's, it's just poisoning people. And, uh, you know, they're being poisoned from literally in the womb. They're being poisoned already. The women, when they're pregnant, are having the flu vaccine now. And I'm sure that the the next vaccine that they're trying to, well, that they're developing now, interestingly, Gilead, Gilead is one of the labs. They're poisoning the child before it comes out. Then the baby comes out and you've got the women being discouraged by, in a lot of places to breastfeed. And, and then they're giving them um, the formula feed, which is, we can do a whole show actually, and I will do a show on A1, A2 milk, beta casomorphin, uh, which actually causes cot death. 
that's a really interesting one. We should do that next time. But but going going back to it, so they're being poisoned immediately. And remember what I said when they tested MSG first of all in the labs with the spider monkeys, it killed them, and it also made all the mice blind because it's it affects the nerves in the eye. Um, a lot of these chemicals that they're pushing into babies. And then they, they, you know, they're getting it in their baby foods. I know there was time when it was taken out, but now you see lots of, you'll see natural flavorings added. Um, and then the parents think they're doing the right thing. They'll give their children. I see them, you know, the first two aisles in the supermarket is where your fruit and veggies, very small amount of organic, but they're being poisoned with all of it. But then they go and buy all these um, things that are aimed at the parents to buy for their children. So they think they're doing the right thing. They think they're doing the right thing. And then there's the parents who just can't afford it. And all, like I say, it's, it's interesting, the, the supermarkets, the food is geared to get you addicted, make you sick, because then what happens when you're sick? Then you're hooked to the system and you're on drugs. And that's why in America, I mean, how can you put the food with the drugs as an administration? Because if you eat the correct food, you won't need their garbage drugs. So to put the food, the two together, it's like the two prostitutes being with the same pimp, the Food and Drug Administration. That's all it is to me. It's just a bunch of things that shouldn't be together and they're all passing what gets passed. And remember, that same Food and Drug Administration passes drugs every year. I think in January, it was 185 new drugs. They got a license from the FDA. How can you put food, which God provided, nature's table, in the same category as drugs they're a dichotomy completely and and yet they're together passing what gets served on your table do you understand what i'm trying to say yep i I totally get it i i like the uh the the way you're describing those things now uh, kate we have uh, somebody who wants to ask this is joy asking from the youtube channel she wants to ask you mentioned we lose brain cells she says can they grow back with good nutrition and detoxing no no they can't you can, uh, you can stop the assault, but your brain doesn't regenerate. Your liver regenerates. Your liver is the site foreman. Every single toxin that goes down your throat first goes through your liver, and your liver tries to manage it. So if you stop toxins going into your body, you're going to stop any further insult on your brain. So detoxing and, and eating a clean diet and doing a detox regime, yes, that's going to massively help your brain. It's going to stop any further assault. You do have trillions and trillions of brain cells, but they're supposed to get you to 120, which it says in the Bible, which is how long we're meant to live to. And a scientist actually did look at the telomeres on the end of the DNA, and she worked out we were meant to live to that. (coughs) Excuse me, SWAT team coming COVID. Um, (laughs) So uh, I know every time you cough, you're like, who's going to hear that? Um, So, um, so what you've got to do is, is your brain cells do not regenerate, is stop the insult. And you've got plenty of brain cells, but this constant insult from all different directions, fluoride, mercury, uh, aluminium, MSG, this is, and it's, it's a cumulative, a lot of this, the, the, uh, the aluminium and the mercury is a cumulative and just keeps causing inflammation, which just kills your immunity and your brain cells as well. So you want to limit all of that. Just cut it dead. Stop it. Start today. Throw all your garbage out. And just start eating real, real food. And I guarantee you, you'll feel a lot better. Yeah, I, I think so. Even, look, I can tell you just uh, from your encouragement of, of doing the carrot juicing, it's made a big difference over the past uh, few weeks of what I've done. And I actually like it. I mean, it's 
it's I, I was kind of shocked that it was so sweet. Uh, but it, it, I know it's very good for you in a lot of ways, gives you vitamins and things of that nature. And I'm expecting my vision to prove these glasses are not prescription. Yeah, my, these glasses are not prescription, uh, but they are to keep the blue light out of my eyes from the from the screens. And this was something I learned uh, that Mark Steele confirmed, actually, was it was a good thing because there's radiation that comes off these computer screens and everything else. So uh, but anyway, let me, <laughs> let me make, yeah, let me make let me make one comment because you made the mention of the FDA. And this is something we always we've made mention of the Bible. Now we're going to the issue of the Constitution, and this is for the U.S. Of course, Kate's in the U.K., but there's a similarity between this. You guys had the Magna Carta and, and things of this nature. It was, it was basically the same kind of, of understanding that there's one lawgiver, that's God, and men are not meant to come up with all kinds of moral laws that are independent of God's law. And uh, the thing that we have in our U.S. Constitution, which is a covenant document, the only difference in the U.S. Constitution— and other covenant documents in Christendom was instead of God enforcing the covenant, it's the people. Now, you can determine whether that's good or bad. I, I tend to think I'd, I'd rather trust God to bring justice on lawbreakers, uh, those who've broken the covenant, uh, than men, but th- that's on us. But Amendment 10, the 10th Amendment to the Bill of Rights, <clears throat> it says the powers not delegated to the United States by the Constitution, that's the government of the people that, that represent us, by the Constitution, nor prohibited by it to the states, are reserved to the states respectively and to the people. There's a distinction, folks, between people and the states. States have certain authorities we've given them too, because they don't get their authority without the people. And then there's things like the jurisdiction of the home, whether that's education, whether that is uh vaccination, whether that is what we feed our kids or any of this stuff, that is the jurisdiction of the home. It is not something to be dictated by the state. Neither is business. I mean, if you're committing fraud, if you're um, stealing from people, if you're not being honest with people in your business, then yeah, I can see how that is an issue for civil government. Although that's the issue. It's civil. It becomes civil and you have to deal with the person who has wronged you. And the scripture gives us ways that we deal with that. Now, Kate, one of the other things that you wanted to bring up was aspartame. And this mm. got a this got a lot of um I remember a long time ago. There was well, a lot of talk about aspartame. Sorry. Oh, there was sorry, a lot of talk ahead. about aspartame and the sweeteners that were coming out and they were starting to be quote unquote substituted, even though some of the labels would have sugar and aspartame on them, but they were being substituted in certain products. And so people were led to believe, oh, well, this is not sugar. And we've been told they were getting on this bandwagon. Sugar's not good for us. So aspartame must be okay. But that's not the case either. You want to talk about aspartame? Well, first of all, um, again, aspartame, when you have artificial sweetness, it's been shown that it drops your blood sugar even quicker. And people, I mean, we all know it. And I'm going to be really upfront here because this is a Christian show and it is in the Bible. You know, gluttony is one of the the deadly sins. How many of us have seen huge people and they're drinking a Diet Coke and you think, come on, you're having a laugh now. Just have a glass of water. That Diet Coke's not going to do anything. It's clearly not. Wedge it in your mouth. It'll stop you eating. I've even said that when I've been really rude in my head. But, uh, you know, Diet Coke, it's got aspartame in it. And those people that consume lots of it end up getting fatter because they get hungrier. Their blood sugar plummets really quickly. So they get those hunger pangs. And that's been shown, evidenced. And 
And then what they don't tell you is, is I was listening to some weird guy, clearly another uh, FDA shill, um, saying that, oh, in studies, you know, you've got to consume huge amounts of this aspartame for it to have any effect on the body. Now, that's not true, because remember what I've said, we're under assault from every different attack here. And what aspartame does, it affects, if you like, the electrical system of your body. Again, it's been shown to cause blindness. It's been shown to cause heart attacks. It's been shown to cause um, strokes. But more, what it also does it is if it, the frontal part of your brain, the frontal lobe is responsible for tension, tact, and tenacity of endeavor. And what that means is your ability to focus on a task and learn, <clears throat> your ability to socially be acceptable and to have some reining in on your mouth. You know, you don't just see somebody out there that's overweight and shout, you're a fat bleep. You know that that would be socially unacceptable to do that. Well, high amounts of aspartame have been shown to switch that down. And this is where you start to see Tourette's. You start to see uh, ADHD. You start to see all of these attention deficit. You start to see kids acting out. And when you remove all of this from their diet, it disappears. So it does affect the brain. You've had people consume a lot of this and they will drop dead. It's converted into wood alcohol in the body, formaldehyde and wood alcohol. It literally can cause you to just literally drop down dead. And we're seeing that. And of course, unless... Um, you know, the, the coroner, the, the guys who's doing the autopsy are looking for this. It gets missed. But it's aimed again at our youth. Pepsi Max, Coke, Coke, uh, Diet Coke, Coke Zero. It's all aimed at our youth. It's trendy. You see these advertisements of the kids walking along. They're beautiful. They've got all the gear. There's some trendy music in the background. They're walking along and there's all the cafes with the young people. It's the young person's world for love. And they've got a Diet Coke in their hand. It's outrageous. And then you've got that crisp, I mean, Christmas ad with the Coke, with the Santa Claus. What's that got to have to do with anything about Christmas and giving of gifts? So aspartame is particularly particularly deadly in what it gets converted to in the body. Um, phenylalanine um, and what it does to the body, formaldehyde and um, formic acid, they just kill your cells. So how can having aspartame be any good whatsoever? And all these poor people that are trying to lose weight and that go to these diet industries, and we all know that, you know, I always think of as soon as someone says diet to me, it means deny. Any, anything that tells you you're dieting makes you want to eat more of something. But all these diet industries, um, we all know that it's the biggest industry out there. And people generally lose weight, then they gain more, and they, they have a lifetime subscription. And incidentally, just tracking slightly sideways, these diet industries, they get you to subscribe three months in advance because they know that most people will drop off within six weeks, and then they come back again later. Such a con. Um, but they're, they're saying, have these low-calorie things, have these things that have got aspartame in them. It's sugar-free. And it's outrageous because... <clears throat> if you want to just train your palate, you can do it with sultanas, with dates. Um, you can use grated apples. You don't need, you can use honey, molasses, blackstrap molasses. You can use raw sugar. You don't need this garbage in the body that can potentially kill you. It affects the electrical system of your body. So your cells, sugar in the presence of oxygen, and that's not this kind of sugar. This is natural sugar from your fruits and vegetables goes into the cell together with the oxygen we breathe in and then boom it creates energy and yep. we are just a bunch of cells rocking through life creating energy 
Well, this aspartame stops your cells from creating energy. So they die. So this should never be in the human body at all. And it's, it, again, it's in all sorts of things. It's utter, utter garbage. And, and again, your FDA, the gangsters, um, they're saying it's okay. Oh, they're such lying liars of lies. Yeah, well, that's because they're of their father, the devil, and he's a liar from the beginning. Uh, but we've got another question that came in. This one coming from Periscope from The Nurse. And she says, what about stevia? Now, we talked about this the other day, and I think you had some some concerns about processed stevia. What about people who grow stevia in their yard like we do out back here in the back of our yard? My wife grows stevia out there. What would you say about using things like that? That's fine. It's absolutely as it grows. It's, it's nature's table. When you process something, so let's, you know, going back to another fruit, you know, if you have an orange, um, and you squeeze that orange juice into a cup, as soon as the light hits it and the air hits it, it starts to degrade its, its vitamin C and its properties. So, so when you process anything, you're going to start, first of all, destroying its active compound. And, you, and then you're going to have to add other things into it and do other things into it to give it a shelf life. So stevia growing in your garden, why not use it? Okay, but what about when uh, people get something um, like Pure? Uh, that's a stevia, I guess it's called a stevia product. I haven't even really paid attention uh, to the bags and stuff like that, but I guess it's called a stevia product, which means it's kind of like when you get cheese and it says it's a cheese product. It's, it's kind of like cheese, but it isn't cheese. What, what's I, the difference there? I would never there? advocate anything like that. Okay. And, I, and I, you know, I haven't looked into enough of that. All I know is that when I got cancer, I went right back to basics. and. When you start using any product, um, where does that grow? This is what I say to patients that come to me for nutrition. They say, oh, it's so difficult. And I go, okay, here's an easy rule. Whatever you're about to buy, look at it and say, did that grow on a bush or a tree or did it grow out the ground exactly as it is now? And if the answer is no, then source elsewhere. Because when you look at a product and it's in a packet, then then a lot has happened to it to get into that packet. And if you can buy stevia in its natural form from a plant, wouldn't you rather go and do that? I just won't put my name to products. I'm just not going to do it and say, yeah, go and do that. I just wouldn't because, because I know that when I've made, um, when I've made cookies, I've used, I've used uh, dates and I've used sultanas and I've used, like I said, grated apples um, with, with, um, oats porridge oats and i've put that in and then raw, uh, raw uh, cacao nibs to me and it's it tastes really sweet so why would i feel the need to go and add a packet of stevia and don't forget you're training your palate to want sweet things you're training it to, to you know I, I hear people all the time and they go oh well when i've had my dinner i really want something sweet that's because we've been conditioned that we need to have a dessert and once you you move away from that. You talk about the carrot juice being sweet. It is, but it's a different kind of sweet. Yes. It's a different kind of sweetness. You know what, folks? Let me just tell you a quick recipe that is really sweet, that is something worth thinking about. Just try this, everybody. Get an apple and get a sweet potato and slice it really finely and layer it. Then drizzle a tiny bit of honey across the top and sprinkle some allspice on it and put it in the oven. That is going to blow your mind how sweet that is. And there's no stevia on it. 
there's a tiny bit of raw honey on it, but you can even miss the honey out. Just miss the honey altogether. Um, but but the, the sweet potato is so sweet and the, and the apple together, it's the sweetest dessert you could imagine. So again, what I'm saying is when you start adding packets of things that you buy off the shelf, you're training your palate to want sweetness. And the majority of people, particularly women, <laughs> any woman, I'm no different. If you ask them, they'll all go, oh, I could drop 10 pounds. We're all in this thing where we're not accepted unless we're you know, carrying a six pack and we're lean. And of course, women aren't meant to look like that. We're meant to be round to have babies, not fat, but rounded. Um, but if you want to really move away from this need for sweet, untrain your palate. You don't need it. Yeah, I think there's some things I learned it a long time ago. Uh, I was working up here in about 100, over 100 degree weather in a little room making little welder's mask. And there's a little Laotian man. Now, he used to drink coffee all the time. Um, we would have, I guess, coffee in the morning. And I know, I know your position on that, too. But one of the things he told me, and I never really thought about it, was he was talking about as he got older, he got away from sweets. I don't know if he ruined the taste buds in his mouth or whatever. And now it was the bitter stuff. And so I, I think there's something that always struck in my mind of the thing, what you're saying about training in the same way we train our children to, to do that, which is good away from what, if we left them alone, they'd be little savages, um, doing that, which is evil. And, and the Bible tells us to train up a child in the way they should go and they, they won't depart from it. So in the same way we train up children, we've got to train ourselves too. And you touched on something a minute ago, and this is something in my neck of the woods. This is the Bible belt. You go into virtually any church, not all churches, but if you go into any Southern Baptist church and you'll see the pastor, three, 400 pounds, his button's about to bust on him and he can't wait to get to the fried chicken later. And he can't wait to, you know, have that quote unquote fellowship with me. And I'm all for fellowship and I'm all for eating and all that other. That's great. But it's like we we've disassociated what we eat with taking care of our bodies uh, to glorify God, because Paul says whether we eat or drink, we're to do it for the glory of God. And I, somehow that's been lost even down here in the Bible Belt to where it's this thing of we'll just eat anything and call it food. And I I think it's a distortion of what Paul says that, you know, you you receive anything. He talks about that with Thanksgiving uh, and that sanctifies it. I know, I'm not so sure that that's what Paul had in mind uh, when he said those things. But you're giving us some instances to where through MSG, through aspartame, it's kind of like a, a um, boy, I'm going to try to get some guys on about the Nazis, okay? I don't, I don't want to say that just yet, but it's kind of like this slow assault. If, they, if, if these people who are for depopulization, and I don't mean to bring in the political aspect, but I, I've got to do it. If they're in for that, if they just wiped us all out in one fell swoop, it'd be kind of obvious, wouldn't it? But if they're doing it incrementally and over the decades, they start shortening the lifespan, then they achieve their goal. And if you know anything about Marxism, they've got a goal. The problem is the people on the other side, the people who claim that they're Christ, that Christ is king, those who believe in the Constitution, those who want to uphold liberty, they don't have a goal except I just want to live my life. And I get that. But our goal is supposed to be a goal of victory. And I think this is one of the reasons I wanted to have you on is not just for that knowledge, but I think you have that kind of goal too. And that is through health and wellness, if we can, can keep ourselves healthy, 
we can be of greater use in the kingdom because we're active and then we have to have knowledge to put with that uh, to do those things and i i think that's i think that's some of your premise too yeah we we were um we were given this body to travel through life and as my daughter just about to come in i was giving her the don't come in signal uh we were given this body by god our creator to experience this life in and we, we, I, I'm talking, I'm, I'm saying we, I don't, you should see my car, but if you watch us as people, we tend to our cars, we polish them, we clean them, we take them to have their engines tuned, we get them looking fantastic, they're our pride and joy. We all see these guys with their cars, pimp my ride with fantastic cars. I see my neighbors with their gardens, they put all this toxic fertilizer on the lawns because it makes the lawns green and lush. Some people even rip their lawns up and put aqua, uh, um, AstroTurf down, synthetic garden, to make it look green and lush, bizarre, uh, and which kills all the insects that would have lived on it. We have flowers in the garden. They have it looking so perfect. But they do all that, but they don't treat their body, that is their vehicle that will carry them through life, to experience all of this with the same respect. So I always say, unless you treat this vehicle with the same respect you treat everything else, you're not going to be around to enjoy everything else for very long, or certainly not in a in a good state that you can enjoy it 100%. So we, we do have a duty to look after our bodies, and we have a duty to do it by example for our children. Because one thing, when people say to me, my children won't eat vegetables, I have lots of parents come to me and say, how do you get your kids to eat that? And I say, well, what else have you got in your cupboards? And they've got garbage in their cupboards so the child can access that. And then I say, what do you eat? And they're not eating it. And so, of course, I used to sit with my food and my children ate, it was on their plate, uh, a vegetable, a carb and a protein. And if they didn't like it, they, they, they couldn't move it off their plate. They had to look at it. And then I used to get them to, they could chew it and they could spit it out. They didn't have to swallow it. And eventually they would swallow it. So we have a duty to show our children to lead by example. So if you're standing there very overweight with lots of health issues, what, what, are you, what are you showing your children? So that is in the Bible that we're supposed to not leave our children to run wild, not leave them to do what they want. The devil makes use of idle hands and, and, and seduces us. So if you're eating garbage and you're buying garbage and you're facilitating that for your children and you don't keep your body good, you don't keep your vehicle, then, then we're not following God's word, are we? And he teaches us that all through the Bible. It's just all the way through. And, uh, and as for those that say, you know, everything we eat, it's okay. It, it, it'll be looked, I'll pray over it and it's looked over. They're just interpreting the Bible wrong. God did not say, you know, in, in, um, in Genesis, I give you McDonald's. I give you tins. I give you fluoridated water. He didn't do any of that. That's the devil that's done all of that. And if we're really, really facing God, then we go back to God's way and we have to find ways to mitigate the poison that's been added to the diet. And one of the best ways is we have to go back, you know, what's going on now? <laughs> I'm, I'm kicked off Facebook, anyone who's watching. I can't post a live video for 30 days because I did a, a Nazi meme. It was really a good one, actually. And um, I'm now not allowed to... Um, comment or post for 24 hours because I said AWS uh, said um, so I actually said it in a, in a comment uh, but anyway you know 
going back to, I've lost my train now, uh, going back to, <laughs> to foods, um, with what's happening right now and what we're seeing, and it is coming, don't forget, totalitarianism doesn't happen overnight. They ease you in slowly. Depopulation doesn't happen overnight. If they lined us all up and shot us, we'd all get wise really quick and you'd have a massive uprising. So they're not going to do it like that. They're going to do it slowly. They're going to make you infertile and sterile. They're going to poison you slowly. They're going to make you diseased, which is what they've been doing for decades upon decades. Don't forget, uh, I believe it was MSG came in in the 60s or aspartame. Certainly since I was a little girl, I remember them adding fluoride to the water when um, I, uh, the late 60s, early 70s. So this is all done really slowly. So what God, everyone's at Satan's picnic right now, eating all this poison at Satan's picnic, and he's laughing his head off. We have a very jealous God. He wants us to turn back to him and love everything that he created for us. And that would be exactly where we need to be. Start growing things. On my windowsill behind me, I've got all the tops of the carrots sliced off from when I made a juice yesterday, sitting on a plate with a bit of kitchen towel underneath that's wet, and they all start to sprout. So I'm learning. I, I ordered masses and masses of organic seeds. Um, that was my present to myself. Um, my children's playhouse outside, I'm checking it out, thinking, right, okay, I can fit probably 10 chickens in there. So we have to go back to living like this. This is what God gave for us. And can you imagine? You'd have free food. You'd be growing it free, knowing it's clean. You get no. a compost bin. When I make my juices, I put all my, my stuff from my juices in the compost bin. It's free. Imagine how rich you're going to be with money to spend polishing your car because you've just grown all your food and you've got all these chickens <laughs> yes. laying eggs. Yes. I mean, it is. Do you know if you get? Do you know if you get your chicken eggshells, your chickens that you love, and you're going to name them because I would never eat them. I'd just have them for eggs. And you grind those eggshells up, one spoon with another spoon, and you put the eggshells and you grind it up. Just grind it all up into a powder. Add it to a smoothie. That is so nutritious. It gives you so much calcium that gets into your body. Come on. Uh, Fantastic. Tell, yeah. Take, take a Fantastic. minute to do that. Take a minute to explain that. And then I got a question for you before we end the show. I can't explain it too much, but the next show, I'll tell you all about um, some people in Africa that actually do that. I'll get it all perfect for you. But that's something you should do. Because let me tell you, those gangsters, pimps and prostitutes at the FDA when they're selling you calcium tablets, let me tell you what they do. There's a, let me give you a little scenario really quickly. So you've got a little bit of um, excess stomach acid. And the reason you've got that is because your thyroid's not working properly because they're pumping fluoride into the water and it's depressing the thyroid because it's pushing the iodine out. So what goes and happens there? Um, you start to get a little bit of stomach acid. And also your cholesterol goes high, gain stomach acid. So they give you a drug called omeprazole to drop your stomach acid. So what happens is the reason you get the reflux up the tube in the first place is because your stomach isn't acidic enough. So they give you a pill. And that's why that valve doesn't close. They give you a pill, which makes that stomach acid even less. So now you can't absorb the nutrients from your food. You just don't absorb them. So what happens? You don't absorb your calcium. So you start to get osteoporosis where your bones get all holy like Swiss cheese and they get brittle. So what do they do? They give you a calcium tablet that they've got a patent on because it's not natural. And that calcium doesn't go into your bones and teeth. No, it's much it's the gift that keeps on giving. goes into your soft tissue and your blood vessels, starts to affect your heart, causes all your blood vessels to go hard. 
So then you end up with heart issues, end up with issues with the little, the little um, node that sends off the electrical pulse to your heart. So they give you a pacemaker. So they know the minute you go in there for a drug like that, they've got you. They know that you're going to be on all these drugs till you die. Yeah. Kate, so, uh, let, let, me, let me interrupt you because we're coming down to the end of the show, and it's more like the gift that keeps on taking more than giving uh, that's going on here. We've got a question. Yeah, we got a question off of Facebook. This is Carrie, and she says, does Kate recommend taking daily vitamins as well as keeping a plant-rich diet? And, and I know you don't like the word diet, but you understand what we're saying, what we eat. You've got to remember that 90% of all supplements are synthetic. And if you think about the name supplement, it's to supplement a natural diet. Um, you should be eating as much uh, fresh fruit and vegetables as you possibly can consume. The foods of today aren't as even organic. They're not as nutrient dense as 50 years ago because the soil isn't as nutrient dense. So that's a really good a good rationale for juicing. You okay. couldn't eat. Can you I, couldn't eat two packs of carrots, but you could juice them. So okay, supplementing, can, you have a deficiency. Yes. Okay. Let me always, let me ask one question as to that because we're down to about a minute here. Can can people take supplements the ten percent that are not owned by big pharma, which a lot of them have come in. They've just given you stuff that it's no good for you. You're just wasting your money. But there are actually good supplements of real stuff that can be beneficial <coughs> in some cases. Um, what about those kinds of things? I've lost you. I'm sorry. Can you hear me? I can now. What was that? The the question. Can you take? Yeah, we've got about a minute. There's about 10% that haven't been bought out by big pharma. We know that. We know the majority of them have. Wherever you go to your multiple GCN stores and all this other stuff, um, you can, you can find these things. But real quickly, we've got about 30 seconds. Can, can people take uh, supplements that are, are not owned by Big Pharma that are actual real supplements? They actually have the vitamins and stuff that they said. Can you speak to that real quickly? About 30 seconds. You can. Take them. Take them. But you must remember, I see people eating garbage and they go, oh, it's okay. I take a multivitamin. There is no, nothing that will replace food. Remember, you are what you eat. Today's food becomes tomorrow's cells. No amount of exercise is going to be an offset for a poor diet. So always make your first choice, masses of fresh organic food, and then supplement as a supplementing to a natural diet. Okay. All right. That's a, no, that's a good, that's a good response because I think the thing is we want to always drive people back to, you know, the Bible is an agriculture. God's table. Yes. uh, It was an agriculture community. That's what God promoted. And that's what we really want. And the Marxist agenda is to attack all that. Kate, thank you for being with us today. Guys, you guys have a great weekend. Great Lord's Day tomorrow. And Lord willing, we'll see you on Monday. Adios. Bye.